a modernist U-shaped building supported by concrete pillars shaped like giant bells, a glass and brick addition that turns the building into a four-sided square. It's the kind of architecture that stands out, just enough to make you stop in your tracks and say, hey, what's that building? I'm Natalie Moore, and for Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. If you spent time in Hyde Park, you've likely seen these buildings. They're the Lutheran School of Theology and McCormick Theological Seminary. And the University of Chicago recently bought these iconic structures. So what's in their future? Dennis Rodkin, architectural sleuth, is filling us in. Okay, Dennis, so I mentioned this episode is a twofer. Introduce the two buildings we're talking about. So they act as one, but they were built at different times. The the handsomer of the two, the older of the two, is on 55th Street. It's the uh, Lutheran School of Theology, this beautiful modernist building from 1967, glass first floor, and then the second second and third floor is um, bronze ribbed and cantilevers out so that you really don't, you you don't notice the glass part beneath. Beautiful three sides of a square. And then in 2003, the second building we're talking about was added. Um, The the first, I think I said, is the Lutheran School of, of Theology. This fourth side was built in 2003 for the McCormick School of Theology, which is a Presbyterian school. Um, it's also, it's very nice, but it, it really looks 2003. I think we need to give it time before I'll love it as much as I love the first one. Um, it has tall, spindly columns supporting its cantilevered part. It, it, it doesn't try to duplicate the McCormick school. It tries to sort of complement it. And I wouldn't say it's as exciting a building as the first, but I don't want to ding it either. What were the architect's idea for the Lutheran school? You know, this is a fascinating building because, so it's built in 1967 for this Lutheran School of Theology, which had been on a real sort of suburban country campus in Maywood from 1910 until 1967. Prior to that, by the way, they were on the site where Wrigley Field is now. They were founded in the 19th century where Wrigley Field is. Then they moved to Maywood and they're in 16 buildings on 16 acres, a real sort of a campus. And it's 1967, and the head of the school says, our ministers, when they graduate, are going to be in a much more urban setting. Let's get to one, and let's create one. So they build this new building. They offload the campus in Maywood, as well as two other campuses in Nebraska and Western Illinois. And they move to this as a place. um, It's like a, a cloisters in the city. And it was described later by an architecture magazine as a great 20, 20th century religious building because it didn't look religious at all. And um, the only sign you have now that it's a religious building is that there's a crucifix on the front, but that was not true when it was opened. It could have been in anything, but it was a seminary. I used to live three blocks away from these buildings and walked by all the time. And a friend of mine got married in the Lutheran oh, really? school on the first floor with those beautiful windows. Those stained glass windows that are set inside. Yeah, you yes. don't really see them from the street. Inside, you know, it's a religious place, but yeah. But also just those beautiful windows that look out onto 55th Street. Oh, right. So what, you know, you said this could have been any kind of building. What was the aesthetic that the architects were going for considering? Do you know that? Well, it 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 looks like the mid-19, uh, the mid-20th century. It looks, one of the things I like, and I think this is the answer to your question, is going back to that cantilever You've got this very, very heavy second, third floor mass of floating 
above the first floor mass and so the the glass part. So I really think what they were trying to do is talk about weightlessness and burdens and things like that. And then the other piece that I just love is that that cantilever is supported by concrete feet that are shaped like church bells. If you look at them, they look like giant church bells. So even though there's no overt religious symbolism, they are sort of saying, you know, religion can lift you above, can help you float over your problems. Um, I think that's what was going on. Okay. And then you have the stairs that come out on 55th. Right. It's lifted up. So it's yeah. built on a little rise of ground, a, a rise of ground so that it really does feel that as if it floats. But it's also when you go up those stairs, it's like going up the stairs of some historic cathedral in Europe. But what you're going to is this very modern building and then going through and under that cantilever into the courtyard. So it, it's a lot like, well, it's a lot like some of the cloister courtyards on the University of Chicago campus, which are like cloisters in Europe. You said that the McCormick Theological Seminary was put there in 2003? Well, so they moved into the the, the three-sided building. They joined the Lutheran school in the mid-70s, and then in 2003 built their own building that makes the fourth side of, of that square. Why did they decide to build it there? I, uh, I wish I knew why exactly they built it there. I think there was growth going on in these two seminaries at the time uh, that rapidly turned into shrinkage. The So the uh, again, the McCormick School has moved into the Lutheran School's building, and then the McCormick School builds this new piece in 2003 for $22 million dollars they also built some dorms. I think they were on a real growth curve. Uh, but what's interesting is we're going to talk about this sale. They built that for $22 million, that smaller piece. The whole thing has just sold for $18 million. So it's a real money loser. I think they were, they were um, looking toward a different future than they've actually found. Do you feel like the McCormick building is in dialogue with the Lutheran school style? I think it is. that. I mean, it, it clearly does complement what's there. And again, I don't want to ding it. I'm in love with the Southern building, the Northern building, the newer one. I, I sort of have to work to get my arms around. But it's it just kind of a concrete looking. Like it's yeah. not as it's not as magnificent as the other right. One. It's not as magnificently simple is really one. Of, it's a much more it's. I mean, think of 2003 fashions. Everything else was more simple, too. I mean, more uh, less simple, more complex. Um, it's it's a very nice building. I think it suffers from standing next to a spectacularly beautiful building. Now these buildings are going to have a completely different purpose going forward. Tell us about the news in March. Right. I tipped my hand by saying it sold by eighteen million. It sold for eighteen million. The University of Chicago has just bought that whole campus, that three point five acre campus. It's a, a, essentially a big city block the three-sided Lutheran building, and then that fourth side that was added in 2003. Um, in 2022, the two uh, theology schools announced they were likely to sell the building. Later, the three schools, the two theology and the University of Chicago, announced that would most likely be the deal, is that the university would buy it. And then in March, the University of Chicago bought the two buildings for $18 million. They are immediately across 55th Street, from the new Genie Gang design dorm that the university has. I mean, it's it's the next step for the University of Chicago as it expands its campus. Do we know if the theology schools are going to stay in those buildings? 
Uh, we know we have an answer from one. The Lutheran School, which is the one that built this the larger building, is now <laughs> these these seminaries keep moving in with each other. Um, the Lutheran School is going to move into the Catholic Theological Union, which is several blocks east. Um, the McCormick School has not yet said where it's going, and we checked before doing this segment, and they said we we will have an announcement, but we haven't yet said where we don't yet know where we're going. And do you know why the schools decided to sell the buildings? Were there enrollment issues? Did they just need a influx of cash? Not a lot of discussion of that, um, but it's it's pretty obvious on its face that, um, first of all, there's a lot less attendance of seminaries than there used to be. And um, when you sell for the, you know, for 18 million, two buildings when one of them was built (laughs) for 22 million. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I think it's pretty clear the the Lutheran school, which built this giant thing, is moving into one floor of the Catholic um, theological union. So clearly our needs have shrunk. Their needs have shrunk. It's hard to imagine, well, maybe not, like what the, if the university would keep the existing structures as they are? Do they want to demolish? I was worried <laughs> that they might talk about demolition because, again, the, the southern one, the larger one, is so spectacular. All the, all the University of Chicago has said yet is that we plan on adaptive reuse. We haven't put it to a specific need yet, so we haven't said it's science labs or it's dorms or whatever it is. Um, but we plan on adaptive reuse. They didn't say we absolutely will do that. So, of course, we could somewhere down the line be saying, oh, no, they decided to demolish. But it seems unlikely the university has a great architectural heritage, a great architectural collection. Um, and these are, once again, it wasn't built like a chapel. It's, it's really just rooms that you could convert to offices, classrooms, whatever you might need to do. Or even, I was kind of hoping it would go residential. It'd be a great dorm. If the university asked you for advice <laughs> on, <laughs> on how to repurpose, what would you tell them to keep or how to keep the integrity, uh, particularly of the Lutheran building? Well, the one thing you need is that courtyard that is that originally was created by three sides and then was walled in on the fourth. Um, I think, I would say, don't touch that Perkins and Will building from 1967. Keep it as it is. Um, it, I, as I said, I think it would work really well for residential, but offices, labs, I mean, you've got these nice big glass-walled rooms, as you saw when you were at this wedding, that look out into this courtyard. Um, and I don't know what I would advise on the the smaller building on the north side, I guess. I mean, give it some time and see if we love it when it's 25, 30 years old. And we'll be talking about this was a beautiful building. It was so (laughs) contemporary (laughs) the way we're talking about the Lutheran building now. I've been talking to Dennis Rotkin, residential real estate reporter for Cranes Business Chicago on What's That Building? Thanks, Dennis. Thanks, Natalie. This episode of Reset was produced by Andrew Merriweather. It was edited by Linnea Dominic. If you've been living under a rock recently, we had a huge mayoral election this week. Hear our conversation with Mayor-elect Brandon Johnson on our feed. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. That's all for Reset. I'm Natalie Moore, and for Sasha Ann Simons, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more— 
Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.